buying and selling real estate, it can be a tough business to navigate. Sounds like you need some friends in the know. For instance, two longtime Twin Ports real estate professionals who know the ins and outs of the market. This is the Twin Ports Real Estate Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAM. Good afternoon and welcome to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. This is Jim Rounding along with Gary Callagher from Remax. Good afternoon, Mr. Callagher. How are you doing today? Jim, we're doing real good up here in the Northland. It's um, July and I think the weather last week or one of these nights was down in the 40s. Oh boy. <laughs> it's just been a very memorable July when it comes to the weather and um, uh but the real estate market, I think, is still good. I think it's changed. There's a lot of stuff that is is happening, but I think it's also a lot of stuff, too, is, is you can see where things are starting to, you know, roll back a little bit. And so it's, it's just going to be an interesting t- time and an interesting market. I know we have a shortened show today because the Twins are around, so we only have a half-hour segment. But I think really, along with the mortgage interest rates nationally, as, as a continued story, and those mortgage rates were up last week, uh, we look at the conventional 30-year term, and they're right at that 6% mark, and the VA yeah. and FHA 30-year terms are at the 5.75 for the 30-year marks. But locally, Jim, we have an even bigger story, I think. And last week, a, um, a proposal came out from the city of Duluth, the administration up here, that they wanted to call for uh, a hefty levy increase on properties to support the city parks and if you remember back a number of years ago i think back in 2011 right it went to referendum where where the majority of the voters passed a a referendum where they would levy 2.6 million dollars annually for um, a dedicated park fund but the now the um, administration has um, uh, sent an email to the counselors that that um, some collected has remained frozen, but the costs have mounted. And so that flat 2.6 million does not go as far as it did in 2011. And while property values have, have risen and the cost of supporting the park has increased, they're saying the funding is not, nor does it help us get to the core of the park maintenance and the facility upkeep. So, so what do they uh, want to do? Well the, well, the mayor is now saying that they want to increase the um, uh, the levy of uh, uh, in 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 this. They want to put it to a referendum this year, but then they want to. In, as they're saying that the tax base has grown, so the levies remain stagnant, and they want to put a system in place where they increase the levy. But it also allows it that if the tax base continues to increase, that levy that amount of money will go up. And so it's there is some pushback going on on social media with this, and I think it's 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 a very um, uh, uh, sensitive situation and a subject because if you remember when the when the new assessed values came out for the homes this spring, there was a huge uproar with the amount of assessed the amount of increase in the assessed values of of real of residential properties, commercial properties. And it, there was it was a significant bump to people, 
And so Gary, uh, I got to tell you, I've been I've been down here for about two years now, and yeah, I I was getting calls from, um, you know, past clients of mine. I got several of them about tax increases and 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 what to do, and is this real? And you know, um, I mean, assessment increases. So all the way down here, I was getting calls from from past clients asking me about you know they were so shocked that uh, things had gone up. Well, and then the other thing to remember is, you know, we've got a school district as well. Right. And this school district, I think, has kind of been sitting back behind the scenes, and they really haven't they haven't heard much about that recently. But they've, with the sale, you know, they're building a new building up at that, that uh, central site over the hill. And what's going to happen with that? And are we going to see property tax increases uh, from the school district now here before too long? So I think the... The fact that we're we're getting that this administration is pushing the property values, uh, not the property values, but but the amount of money that the homeowners are paying, and uh, you know collecting all this money, and you know what is it funding? Where is it going? I mean, and and so I think that until there's some pushback from residents, until we get some some people that are willing to say, hey, stop this, you know, this is, you know, this is a, a ridiculous thing. You know, they closed the Lester Park golf course. Now, right. Yeah. So that I, I, I wanted to bring that money. up, you know, it, you know, and that doesn't that saved uh, how many millions of dollars that was bleeding. And now all of a sudden they want to pay more money and they want to tax us on the homeowners. I mean, the burden of this stuff is is um, it's going to affect the middle class at some point, Jim. You just can't keep doing this to people. And expect them to want to uh, continue to live here in the city where you, you know where the, they have no disposable income. I right. mean, it's it's slowly eating up that you know. And well, you know what they so, you know what they're running into in in Punta Gorda. You know the uh, the the last couple of weeks there have been you know a few articles, um, and they are. The, the assessed values increased, but they're coming out with the same kind of speech that I've heard many times up north is like, congratulations, your taxes will not go up this year. But, you know, they will because the assessed values change. But what they're saying down here is that they're not changing the rate. We don't need to up the rate. Well, yeah, you should you should lower the rate because of the windfall of this new assessment. But so I, I, you know, we see a little bit of that same thing down here in, in a different way. Um, what we're having trouble with down here is derelict boats out in the out in the harbor, where you know they 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 uh, they sit out there um, moored right or, or tied. I, I guess I don't know what you call it, but um, people abandon these things, and um, eventually they start to sink. And then you know we gotta. We got to get them out of there, you know. So, I don't know. I mean, um, this is a big deal up there. That's a that's going to be a lot of money. And um, are the are the parks failing so bad? I don't think so. I, 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 you know, I mean, I you you walk around, you see them. I mean, they're getting mowed. They're you know. So I, I, I don't know. You know, I don't get to all the parks across the city. I mean. <laughs> It's a big city, but, um, you know, prior to all this, I mean, I, I thought everything was fine. So, you well, know, how is this, how is this being received? 
I think it's, you know, what I've seen so far has been on the negative side, right. uh, on social media, I imagine. you know, and, and, and the thing is, is it's, it, they're putting it to a referendum and I just hope the voters say, no, you know, enough is enough. You can't do, you can't continue to do this, you know, make do with what you have. And, and, you know, if you can't afford everything, well, then you cut back in some places, you know, cut the grass to these parts, keep the grass mowed, you know, and, and, uh, if, a, if, a, a, some of the facilities are bad, get rid of them, you know, you know and, and, and listen, have you been down to the twin cities lately? Um, well, well, not, you know, we have been, but not. Okay. Well, I want to tell you, so like, if you go down to the twin cities and you go around like the university of Minnesota and some of their other parks, there's a lot of these places where um, they're not cutting the grass in all of the places that they used to. They're letting a lot of it kind of be like the prairie look, you know, and it's still inside of a park. Um, so they've got a combination of it. This is kind of a mode area where you can, you know, enjoy yourself and, you know, of course, buy the playgrounds and stuff like that. But then they have they have kind of wild areas that are all inside of there. And... <laughs> I mean, Duluth is very progressive. Why don't they think of those kinds of things, Gare? Well, maybe they maybe they have. I, I, I'm not really sure, but I, I again, I just think that the the money grab on property owners right. has it's continuing, and now this particular quote ask for more money for more funding is just seems a little bit more of a like you know let's we got the knife in your back let's keep twisting a little bit and see how far we can go with this but i hope that the residents of this city understand that you know i think we can make do without this and uh, if if we have to consolidate some of these parks fine you know if you can't afford everything you just simply have to cut back and so you know it's um uh, it's it's just it's just interesting to see the the feedback that's coming out on this and and yeah. I hope that that if this um, uh, while this is going to go to a referendum uh, in November uh, that the residents just say no you know let's just deal with what we have and uh, uh, you yeah. know, you increase these property values significantly the assessed values earlier this year we we just we have to at some point begin to say enough is enough you know well, and i think and, uh, you know like i was saying earlier i think they i think they have to examine maybe how they're managing the parks um it's it's done in different ways and uh i mean i kind of dig it well, down and, there and in the that, cities when the I'm, other thing too jim if, if you're creating employment and, and you continue right. to grow an employment base and do that well just cut back a little bit you know right. i mean you, you can't have your cake and eat it too i, I mean i think we all as as families and everything, we live within budgets. I mean, we, and we, if we if we don't have enough money to do something, we we can't do it. You know, yeah. we have to cut back. And and so, well, especially it just seems yeah, especially with what what we know, think is around the corner. You know, I mean, the interest rates have doubled. Um, you've got you've got inflation running amok. Um, yeah. Anyway, Gary, we're, we're, yeah, we're well, we got to take a break to, here. Let's let's come back. Families and we'll... has increased. There's no doubt about it. And yeah. And you know, to add more fuel to that fire just doesn't seem. It just doesn't seem right. Right. All right, folks. You're tuned into the Twin Parts Real Estate Show. We got to take a break right here, Gary. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in, and talk to you in a minute. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronding, Gary Callagher here from Remax. I, of course, am down in Punta Gorda, Florida. 
um, where you can reach me at area code 218-348-7653 if you want to consider uh, purchasing a house down here in the area or if you have one already and selling it. So, Gary, why don't you give out your digits? I'm at 218-390-0615 up here in the Twin Ports, licensed in both Minnesota and Wisconsin. Well, there we go. Um, All right, yeah, so we were talking about the parks. I think we should talk a little bit about you know, what's going on in, in, in the real estate world with interest rates. I was very shocked to hear that um, the Fed was talking about jumping the rate up an entire point um, after they raised it by three quarters. And I, um, interest rates are getting up there. I, Gary, I have a listing that's five, it was $525,000. And yesterday we reduced it 50 grand to 475. This seller is super motivated and, um, we are seeing some some log times on listings, whereas you know, in the past you know three years, we put a property on the market and we'd have offers within you know three four days. And um, I don't know, it, it we've got we've got a healthy inventory here now, which I think is good to see. But it's also very price sensitive, and um, you're going to see sellers like mine down here that are that are starting to get aggressive with their pricing, thinking that. You know, we're kind of at the top of the of the market, and maybe it's going to start shifting downward. Um, so it seems to, that we, we're getting more and more price reductions every week. How are things going up there? Well, I think you're seeing some of that, but I still think it's a good market up here. And, and an interesting thing, Jim, I've been working with a couple uh, that want to move up here from the Twin Cities, and it's been about a year and a half. And we've, we've put in uh, a number of offers on houses. It's always been competition. It's an upper price range, and they just they haven't gotten anything. And so they, they've started to look in the White Bear Lake area, and they asked if I would be willing to come down and show them houses down there. And I said, sure. Yeah. And so I've been down to White Bear Lake a couple times in the last month, and I was actually down there earlier this week. And we looked at three houses, and two of them were brand new on the market, and one has been on the market for a couple of weeks. And the, one of the interesting things that, that I found in that market down there was, you know, they allow what they call overlapping showings. And two of these properties had just hit the market. And so we went through these houses, and it's just like a, a madhouse of people walking right. through. And in that White Bear Lake area, especially around the lake, is a very popular it's very market br- down it's, there. It's a very pretty area. I like it. It's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. And, and, but I was just amazed. You know, you're in the house with like, you know, three, four, five other couples. And so we're all strolling around. And it's a little different dynamic when you do that because you, the buyers you're working with, they don't relax as much and they don't comment. And they don't sit there and, and get the feel of the house. So uh, we got through these houses and, uh, uh, we went to the one that had been sitting on the market a couple of weeks and it had a really good feel to it. And you could see the lake and, uh, uh, and, and, and another one that we went through, a beautiful lot, just a really nice place. But, th- but these houses are cheap, Jim. And to see the number of activity and the number of showings that are going on, that's still a very solid market down there. Right. And they're going to have multiple offers on these properties. And so we got done with this and bo- the buyers again, a little bit of frustration from them saying, you know, geez, you know, we know we're going to be key competing there's going to be cash so you're seeing that in, in especially down in that market we don't see it to the levels like that up here and the the uh, what we call overlapping showings you don't see that a lot up here so that's a little different dynamic in in the two different markets well and you know what i've uh, ever since i've been down here i have every time 
allowed overlapping showings on listings. Um, and the reason being, and, and you know, when you set up your showings, the default period for an agent to pick is up to two hours. So I, I shortened that up to um, 45 minutes and then I do allow overlapping showings because we want to get as many as many people in as want to see the property. Um, and, and it also becomes a thing of efficiency for the seller. You know, um, when you have a house like you're talking about in, in these, these houses in White Bear Lake, those people might as well go get a hotel room for a couple of nights because you're, you're never going to be home, you know, until after dark. So, yeah, it, it can be it can be frustrating. Um, and I, I love the overlapping showings. Gary, you've got about another minute and a half here. Well, Jim, I just think markets are good. Uh, very quickly here up in Duluth, we uh, we currently have 69 active listings on the market. That's down a little bit from last week, which where we had 81. The average list price is $298,000. Um, our actual sold properties in the city of Duluth is 525 properties have sold so far this year with an average sale price of $295,000, Jim. And across the bridge over in Superior, there's 134 properties that have sold so far this year with an average sale price right at $200,000. Uh, currently have 29 active listings over in Superior with an average list price of $212,000. So uh, inventories are, you know, they're, they're vacillating a little bit. They're going up, they're going down, but uh, still active markets up here, Jim. I listen. I am hands down all for more inventory because it, it sure was frustrating. Um, you know, when it was so darn tight that you know um, to to even have a chance of, of, of snagging a house for people was was uh, you know a little bit difficult. Where now there's a little there's a little more flexibility. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of liking it. I hope though. That we kind of stay pat, we don't really lose a lot of value. Although I, I think I think we're going to ultimately do that. So, all right, Gary, listen, we gotta we gotta check out here. Why don't you give out your phone number one more time? Two one eight three nine zero zero six one five. All right, and down here in Florida, folks, you can reach me at two one eight three four eight seven six five three. All right, Mr. Callagher, you have a nice weekend up there. Hello, Twin Ports. Everybody likes to talk real estate, and so do we. I'm Jim Ronding. Join Gary Callagher and I Saturdays for the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. We talk about real estate from a local and national perspective with weekly local market updates, interviews, and guests. We keep our listeners on the cutting edge of the market. Join us Saturdays for the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Saturdays at noon. Right here on 610 KDAL. The Twin Ports Real Estate Show is brought to you by Twin Ports Trailer Trash. He'll trail your trash.